Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Do you think guys still get calf implants? How much are calf implants? Do you That's a good question. Do you have the answer over there, Chris? Yeah. The usual price for calf implants is $5,500. Not bad. Is that per calf, though? Can you only get one calf implant <laughs> at a time if that's <laughs> all you can afford? <laughs> like put the other one on layaway? <laughs> Leg away? <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. I, I don't judge your parenting. It's not my place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Appreciate that. Have you ever made one of your children cry while playing Uno? I believe you mean taught them about valuable lesson that life sometimes hands you disappointment and you a draw four, four cards at a time. Dave and Mahoney. Uh, it's been three weeks, Mahoney. Uh, you've avoided me. You're not paying. You owe the big Mahoney. How much are you betting on Korean baseball, brother? A lot. <laughs> you need some help? <laughs> uh, and now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, so they are calling these very rare, spontaneous triplets, which, uh, boy, as a dad of four kids, I can't imagine all three kids arriving at the same time when you already have a three-year-old. But this couple out of Louisiana, they naturally conceive. That's what makes it so rare. They naturally conceive triplets. And, you know, normally... You hear about people that have like like IVF, like like twins in their family, though, as well. Like you're more likely. Neither of them had twins anywhere in their family, and they naturally conceived triplets. That's wild. I think I saw this going viral on TikTok. It's pretty big news. Yeah, it's it's all over the place. So the the reveal to their family was really cute and really sweet. I know that we're very anti gender reveals whenever they're super extreme, but it was just kind of. Really awesome seeing the no. grandma being like, "What the hell?" No, we're here. We're here. <laughs> There's for, more. We're here for gender reveals when it doesn't involve a plane crashing, setting a forest on fire, right. yeah. blowing yeah. crap up. Sweet with the family is how it should be done. And and you know, I just cannot imagine, you know, giving like going from like no kids to three kids overnight. Yeah. So they well, that's the other thing. They have a three year old as well. Oh. So to, to complicate things. Jeez. They have one little girl. Her name is Kennedy. And now they have three more little girls. So four little girls. Oh, bless yeah, that Kennedy, family. Claire, Ella, and Lily. But yeah, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you just got three more kids all at the same time. That's wild. Yeah, what, did they even make like triplet strollers? I don't think yes. so. You got to get they, like, you gotta yeah. get, like two, they have a, double doolies. Yeah. yeah. It's wild, man. Uh, some good news today as well. A great grandma had a million dollars in the lottery from Massachusetts. And you can kind of see in her eyes, she's like, Really? I'm going to mm-hmm. win a million dollars mm-hmm. now in life. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have been when I was like 24. Yeah, and not right now. <laughs> but all right, better now than like, hey, but you know what, Dave? She's still playing. You know what? At, at least this was a million dollar prize. Like if this was the, you know, $1.72 billion and you win that as a great grandma, you're like, I can't even spend all this money. Like that, then you'd be pissed, right? A million dollars. You're oh, like, I would try. You would try. I would you? try. Yeah. I'm going out with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. All right, Mahoney, time to put your money where your mouth is. Do you really love cruising or not? Dave, you know there is no bigger lover of, well, the finest of all cruises. The caviar of cruises. The, the Disney Cruise Line is my favorite, Dave. I would cruise every day if I could. Well, I mean, this isn't a Disney cruise, so I know that's going to be a huge strike against this. But let's say that you happen to, uh, to win the lottery and you do want to spend a whole lot of time cruising. There is a new... And this sounds like a nightmare to me. Residential cruise ship that will let travelers live at sea while it sails around the world every three and a half years. Hell yeah. And shockingly, the condos start at $100,000, which seems 
kind of low. Well, maybe that's what the like the room costs, and then like what are your like fees that go along with that? To me, that's what that says. I mean, I don't know, three and a half years. Like, hundred, I would pay $100,000 for, I mean, literally, I pay more than that in rent right now, like $100,000 for three and a half years, plus all my food. All your food. And they're going to do medical. like, you know, they're going to make my bed every so often. I'm in. I guess there's this this company that's doing this has done this before with other condos, but there's like a another like super high-end luxury condo okay. ship that is out there sailing around the world. And each one of those rooms Cost annually between two million and fifteen million dollars. That seems more like I mean, like two million dollars seems. I mean, it starts high, certainly. But I mean, if you're talking about all everything is taken care of, I could see it being you know a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. So I mean, I'm I'm intrigued by this. If you're saying it starts at a hundred G's, I'm in. Do you have to pay to play before you get on the boat, or can you do it like rent? <laughs> Can you show up and if you get like tired of it halfway through, just like Airbnb your condo out? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, think about that though. You could see like every port in the world in three and a half years. That'd be pretty, pretty amazing. So here's the itinerary. I guess you spend 87 days in Northern Europe, uh-huh. 105 days in North America, okay. 68 days in Africa, and 76 days in South Asia. I could do without the 105 days in North America. I mean, because like <laughs> for real, like, I mean, like, uh, you just, wait, you just go to Canada, to, to California. What do you Florida, do? You go from Texas. like you, you go from like Miami to Houston. No, probably like New York, and then you stop in one of the uh, one of the you know the Carolina port cities. Yeah. Then you stop in you know a couple in Florida. Swing around, uh, swing around to uh, Houston, Cozumel. Yeah, I mean, make your way probably through the Bahamas. I mean, okay, I can see that being a hundred days. They're saying uh, there's no need to purchase a cabin just to join the trip. Travelers can instead book the pay-as-you-go segments like you were talking about, Audrey, for anywhere from 35 to 120 days. So it's not like you have to necessarily be stuck on a boat for three and a half years if you don't want to. I want to be on that boat for three and a half years. That's too much. I'm dying on that boat. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So money was no object. The first thing I buy is a house big enough for my wife and I and then our grown kids who eventually are going to come back because you know they always do. Message deleted. Why don't you just buy them their own houses then? Because like I think he money wants, is no object. I think he wants them to be there. Yeah, I mean, just buy a house next door. Well, honey, some cool. people enjoy, you know, togetherness. No, they don't. <laughs> some people do. No, they don't. Nobody <laughs> wants their grown-ass kids living with them when they're 50-plus years old. I feel like America is very independent on that. Like, I mean, everywhere else people live with multi-generational but homes. What's, but this is America. <laughs> but So Mah- Mahoney is, is right to a degree where... You know, when people have a lot of money, like generational wealth, they don't all live in the same house. Pull a righteous they, gemstone. They have a cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah righteous <laughs> gemstones know? would be sick. Yeah, that's yeah. what you that's what you do. And this is coming from somebody, you know, like who lived with his mom way too late in life. Yeah, your mom lets you back in the house. Yeah, and my mom made the wrong decision. <laughs> I love her to death. <laughs> Look at you in this she... glass house that's owned by your mom throwing yeah. stones. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what would you have done if she if you had come knocking? At twenty, the beautiful young age of twenty-five, uh, and come and knock I was on 20, her door. I was Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
but well, then I, I stayed with her until I was. If you went and knocked on your mom's door five. today, she would, she would say, she would "Come on, my in. mom would 100 percent because that's just who my mom is, and she loves me." So would yeah. you? So, but then, yeah, but that's, man, that's, that's the whole a, point of what this guy's saying. No, but no, but th- this is a mistake. This, th- this, th- <laughs> you're not teaching me a life lesson. Then that's you know, like luckily, luckily, I uh, you know, like have learned to thrive on my own. Oh. Yeah, Since then. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are a beautiful You're, butterfly. You are a thriving I, I tell my wife, if we ever have any kids, they're gone at uh, 18 years and one day. You are such a <laughs> hypocrite. They're gone. You're, you are you're such a hypocrite. You got literally everything handed to yep. you, and you're going to rob your own children they of gotta, the they same gotta, thing. They gotta, they gotta, they're going to have chores from day one. <laughs> you're so start paying it. rent. You're so full of it. Do you know why? All of it. You're full of it because all that? of that stuff takes work on your part. Uh, my wife will organize Okay, it. got it. Please leave a message after the tone. I'm just trying to figure out who goes to Italy of all places and goes to McDonald's. Really? Message deleted. I would Don't 100% you go to Italy. Actually, I've been to Italy and then McDonald's. I've been to Greece and then McDonald's. I've been to every McDonald's in the world. They're completely different. I didn't go because I couldn't find them. It kept saying three-minute walk, and we never found it. But, uh, no, I mean, I, apparently, Dave, you said that they're awesome. I, I recommended it because it's so different than an American McDonald's. It's not like you're just going there to get the, the Big Mac, but... If you do, who cares? I was in Japan and I went to a McDonald's. And I also went to an Italian place in Japan that was some of the best Italian food I've ever eaten. It's not like you have to stereotype the whole country and be like, I'm only eating mozzarella when I'm in Italy. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. <laughs> Our you former president, so well. Donald J. Trump, that goes in any country. Mm-hmm. It's a McDonald's. There you that go. That's who. My McDonald's brother. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, my goodness. It is so difficult, women working together. Uh, We can't seem to... Oh, gosh. It's like black widows. Can a a family of black widows live together in a bucket? I don't think so. I'm going to have to Google that. Message I think this is wrong. Audrey, you've been asking for us to hire another woman on the show for years. We tried. We just can't. We can't. We can't find anybody else who will put up with us. (laughs) You know what's really funny, though, is that I feel like uh, different ages are different whenever it comes to women enjoying other women. Like, I hear this from older women all the time. It's very, they view other women as kind of being a little bit more territorial. Uh-huh. Like, what my space is my space. I had to work here. I had to work really hard to get where I'm at. So sure. it's kind of like alpha females. Uh-huh. But that's every dude. Like, here's the thing. Like, same thing with guys. It's like whether or not, it's it's all personality based. Like, either you're copacetic or you're not. Because guess what? Dave and I are territorial. You know, it's yeah. like you don't just get to come in here and or, and work with us or, you know, be around that sort of stuff. Like, I want to cut your throat. Every other radio <laughs> show in this market, if they're my friends or not, I want I want, See, I want to put my, I want to put my boot on your throat. Yeah. See, like, but we can be friends com- after I'm kicking your ass. Yeah, but I <laughs> feel like still that's be friends different. That's yeah. different. On top of that, but I still yeah. want to whoop your ass. That's different to me because that's competitiveness. That's For not sure. necessarily like you being a vicious human being to another just because they're in your space like Fair. you can you can be like boys or whatever and then it's still want to put your boot on their neck but you know i hear what this woman is saying i just don't know if that's all women and to answer this woman's question uh no a family of black widows cannot live together in a bucket but they would be just fine if they lived in a cul-de-sac yeah there yeah. you go yeah yeah <laughs> dave. dave and, and mahoney Time to play Tipsy through the quad. or Toddler on Dave and Mahoney. Come on, everybody! Come on! 
Jay is joining us today for a round of Tips Here Toddler. How is it going today, Jay? Uh, doing all right. I have my beer. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so I assume that you've spent some time around drunk people recently. What about little kids? Uh, both. Excellent. So this game should be fairly easy for you. We're just going to read you some things that were said by either a hammered person or a little kid. You're trying to figure out which is which. And Audrey, you are up for the first one. Okie dokie. Here I go. Um, so I was at this bowling thing with my claws and not that much like another hung on ridge that isn't even on because there was no WAP. And that's really weird. But I was supposed to scoop up a good man, obviously. May the devil just moy drew. I don't understand anything about <laughs> that, that English? Just said. <laughs> oh, you're back from Italy. Was that Italian yeah. you were speaking? Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? I don't know, but I don't know how many toddlers are trying to pick up a man at, at, at a bowling alley. So I'm going to go with a tipsy. Tipsy is correct. Well you done. You didn't know me as a toddler, my friend. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you, Steve Reich. <laughs> let's, have a, let's have a listen. Um. So, um, I was at this bowling thing with my class, and not that much. Like another hanging on the radiator that isn't even on because they were so wet, and that's really weird, but I was supposed to go to Copenhagen, obviously. Maybe the devil just didn't want to go to town. Mm. Okay. All right, so you're on the board with one, and Audrey, you are up on number two as well. Mahoney gonna... asked if he could do it instead. Oh, Mahoney's okay. going to jump in here. Okay, well, fantastic. Give you a little bit of my right. uh, okay. thespian skills here. Number two. Where's... Iron. Oh my God! Oh yeah, Pringles. I need Pringles. I wasn't looking for an iron. There's Dad's underwear. Did you see his underwear? Did you see how big it is? It covers his big old butt. <laughs> I see why you wanted that one, Mahoney. Fantastic. Perfect. No notes. Uh, Jay, over to you. No Tipsy or toddler? I, I didn't understand a damn thing you said. So, uh, uh, coin flip, uh, toddler. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. That was also a very drunken person. Here we go. Where's the iron? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Pringles. I need Pringles. Wasn't I looking for an iron? There's Dad's underwear. Did you see his underwear? Did you see how big it is? It covers his big butt. <laughs> okay. Audrey, uh, we are going to do number three together. Okay? So, okay. Jay, you got one correct. You got one incorrect. Here we go. All right. So disgusting. Ugh, gross. I have cute feet, though. You gotta take it out of your toes. Yeah, that's what you gotta do when you have no arms. <laughs> Is that a tipsy person or a toddler, Jay? Uh, I'm gonna go with the little person, the uh, the toddler. Toddler is incorrect. I'm sorry. Wouldn't that be funny oh, no. if it was just a little tipsy person? <laughs> then you might have been uh, correct. Let's have, let's, have a, let's have a listen. So disgusting. You gotta take it out of your toes. Yeah, that's what you gotta do when you have no arms. Matter of fact, where was that? Was that like a 911 call? What was going on there? Was that from space? Uh, No, that was from like 1992, it looked like. I don't know. Like, camera quarter footage. You got me on that one. All right, so Jay, you got one correct, two incorrect. You're still alive. We're going on to number four. And uh, Audrey, the, uh, the call here is for the Scottish accents. Okay, I gotta try and think of. Never take our freedom. Okay. Me want outfit. <laughs> you want the garlic now, me oldie? Yeah. What else do you want me to get you? 
What else did you give me? Sausages for the caravan. I ate some. I want, you want to eat too, did you? I ate me sausage too. <laughs> We're getting canceled. <laughs> Jay, is that a I tipsy person? I, I had Scottish. Scottish too. <laughs> that, there's no My sc- middle name is McGregor. Lies. Mine is Lee, but <laughs> it's Scottish. But that is also Scottish. Uh, they're coming for you. Uh, Jay, is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler? Oh my God, you're killing me. Uh, I'm 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 gonna go with uh, with tips. No, nope. I'm not sure. No, <laughs> your wife. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's got to get the sausages for the like caravan. Would like to play the game instead? <laughs> what would you like to go with, Jay? I, I guess we're gonna go with the toddler. Mm-hmm. He did it. Yep. Good job. All right, let's have a listen. Me and Aldi. You want the garlic meal or Aldi? Yeah. What else do you want me to get you? What else did you get me? Sausages for the caravan. Mm. I ate them. You want you ate two of them, did you? I the sausage. I that is love her. I, oh. I need a Scottish baby right now. <laughs> I need a Scottish oh, baby. Okay, Stat. Jay, for the win, last right. one <clears throat> comes down to this, Jay. All right, let's try it. What are you drinking? Beer. What? Beer. It's blueberry sausage. What? Blueberry sausage, vanilla, strawberry, blue. It's that stuff that's really good. You should try some. Is it good? Yeah, but I didn't drink it all. <laughs> For the win, Jay, tipsy or toddler? Oh man, the, the woman is saying uh, toddler, so and I never doubt the woman. Even though they are discussing beer, the woman is correct. The woman, <laughs> the elusive woman in the background. <laughs> Let's have a listen. What are you drinking? Beer. What? Beer, yeah. It's blueberry sausage. What? Blueberry sausage, vanilla, <laughs> strawberry, blue. It's that stuff. It is really good. You should try some. Is it good? Yeah, it's a good. But don't drink all of it. This is Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, when it comes to the athletes that we've seen take a dramatic fall in our lifetime, and really in the past few years, I mean, Antonio Brown has got to be towards the top of the list, right? He's up there. I mean, because he is such a talented football player and athlete. It's just the we we it's, we watch CTE happen in just a in, in instantly. You yeah. know, I mean, he was never the same after that hit, and uh, it, it's just a shame because he was probably you know on his way to being one of the greatest receivers of all time. He was so fun to watch play, and you're right. I mean, like after that hit, I remember that game because he's playing for the Steelers at the time. Yep. It was against the Bengals. And he got cracked so hard that it put him down. And there was a, a retaliation, I remember, shortly after that. I think it was Juju Smith-Schuster that cracked one of the Bengals players, and he sure. went down. But, I mean, that was pretty fierce rivalry at the time mm-hmm. and still is to a degree. Um, but, yeah, Antonio Brown after that hit was never the same. It probably didn't help that he was also on that season of Hard Knocks where they were featuring the Raiders, and it was basically all just about him and, like, how he's such a good player, but he's just unable to keep it together because yeah. he's losing his mind. Um, But it's just gotten worse and worse and worse for Antonio Brown. Uh, I guess he has now been arrested for failing to pay $31,000 in child support. So he got released on $15,000 bond as the mother of his 15-year-old daughter uh, was begging him to be a more involved dad. So Antonio Brown was arrested for not paying that amount of money in books Sunday released on the $15,000 bond. And again, you know, she wants him to be more involved in his daughter's life, especially as she's 
starting to get some track and field scholarships from major U.S. schools. Right. Uh, but, man, I just, you know. I mean, I, I don't know if it's. Antonio Brown, I just think that he has flown the coop. So I, I'm with you. And also, I don't know if it necessarily would benefit anybody to have more Antonio Brown in your life, even if he is your father, yeah. you know, just because of the chaos that he sows. But at the end of the day, uh, pay your pay your damn child support. You know, you, you've got the money. Stop being a piece of garbage. Pay your damn child support. Yeah, I mean, if you can post $15,000 bond to get yeah, out of jail. You can pay instantly. a $30,000 child support. Like, considering, you know, the amount of money that he has made over his career, he can pay that. I don't understand. I get that you might not get along with your baby mama, baby mama or baby daddy. Like, but it's your child. Some that's people just don't. Some, so see, but, bizarre to me. Well, well, that's but, your kid, but man. But this is why, and here's and here's is why, here's why this is bizarre to us because we have parents that love us and we're lucky in that regard because there's so many people out there. We're like never in a million years would we think that like our parents would not do everything in their power to give us a better opportunity and help us because that's what they did because they're good people. That's what they do, and you've done that same for your kids. And you know most people do that, but there's some people out there who just don't care that they're kids and they have no real connection. It's a wild to them. concept. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, imagine that if you called your mom or your dad who love you so much and you were really in desperate need for something and they just didn't call you back. They didn't take your call, yep. and they didn't call you back. Like, well, wouldn't the, that just be nuts? The, yeah, it would be nuts. But the weird resentment that's also attached to a woman having a child whenever it takes two to tango, yeah. like, I, I don't, I that just is so baffling to me because you could have easily just wrapped it up yourself. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just very bizarre, and I understand that she's asking for $31,000 for her she's child support. That's, that's, that's what court she's ordered, doing. Court yeah. ordered. But at the same time, what I'm also hearing is, like, Hey, your daughter is requesting your presence and you getting arrested is maybe the, the I don't know, it's not going to be a wake up call, but maybe this is what's going to make you notice that, hey, like, sure, the money, but also like, hello, be a part of your daughter's life. It does make it a whole lot worse when you're getting arrested for stiffing your daughter. Yep. You know, at 15 years old, she wants you to be around. There's such important years. She's not going to want you around in, in five years from now. She's not going to care. She's going to be if moving you're not there when life. the time, when, right. when the, yep, exactly. This is David Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. What actor would play you in a movie about your life? Message deleted. Brad Pitt. Clearly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's also from Missouri. I'm Mm. from Missouri. Yeah. Is he? He is. That's a fact I didn't know. Didn't know that either. Middle of Missouri. Yep. Middle of Missouri, Brad Pitt. Never heard him call it bad before. Uh, Brendan Fraser for me, not quite the whale fat, but definitely not like George of the Jungle fit either. So like somewhere in between. (laughs) What do you want? Like the mummy? (laughs) Brendan Fraser? He's still... (laughs) Dude, he was, I mean, just a handsome man. He was. I think still is. Dave, you're more like Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like Rob Lowe's too short. Oh, well, all right. I want that chick from uh, Joder, Brandy. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you want the the chick Brandy from Joder to play you? You know who I'm talking about? <laughs> Wasn't yeah, she yeah, on Survivor yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but you know who I'm talking about, right? Let yeah. me look up uh, what's Brandy her name? from Joder. Oh, gosh, what is her name? I, Brittany who? Daniel. Yeah, Brittany is Daniel. Her name? Yeah. Yeah, I have this, like, fake... Confidence in my head that like that's oh, what confidence. I look like. Oh. I could see Jamie Lee Presley <laughs> for you. Yeah, I was actually Dude, listening to that. Jamie Lee Presley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, give me like the kind of the the, the hot trashy actresses. Not yeah, Margot so, Robbie, but so no, not Margot Robbie, but I would go like Tara Reid. 
No, no, Audrey's. <laughs> but I mean, Tara Reid was hot. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. No, no, Tara Reid was hot. Day, no, no, no. <laughs> Audrey is definitely good. I would say Jamie. I, I, I would say you know. Um, Whatever, See, but, whatever her name was. Jamie Lee Presley yeah. or whatever. See, it's funny because I was just talking about this, and it's so funny because, Dave, you do have doppelgangers. Mahoney, do you really feel like, I mean, well, I guess, yeah, Dave J- Coulier. J- Dave Coulier, Jason Siegel. Yeah. yeah my, I mean, my yeah, wife you do have. vehemently denies the Jason Siegel one, but Dave Coulier, you know, when I'm when I'm thinner, got a little bit of that. But Dave Coulier is, like, glowed up, like, and I'm not really, like, glowed up. I'm kind of glowing down. Who would play Chris? I feel like uh, Mark Wahlberg, but he'd have to do that uh, Jared Leto diet. <laughs> have to get pretty skinny there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to say Brad Pitt, but I guess I'll take uh-huh. Eminem or something. Eminem. <laughs> current day Eminem. Current day Eminem. Current day Eminem's got a big beard. He does have a beard. Yeah, I forgot about that. And yeah. it's dark. I can it only is. grow Darker. a little beard. Just a little beard. It, which doesn't that throw you off a little bit about Eminem, like the dark beard? Dark, it feels like he does just for men. But he's not. He's just got really dark hair, and he used to bleach it. Yeah, we're just used to you the, bleach the bleach. Your beard, man. <laughs> you like Hulk Hogan? <laughs> Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulk. Dude, if Eminem went Hollywood Hulk Hogan with his beard, yes, and then came out with a new album, I, that the, the world go. would be in a good place. Make Eminem great again. This is a question I have for everybody that includes Chris and Audrey, if she is back from vacation. If you guys never went into the radio podcast industry, what jobs would you have taken instead? Love the show. Bye. Message deleted. I wanted to be a lawyer, but then uh, I went to one semester of community college. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? This school, (laughs) this school one thing is... uh, is uh, is not uh, is not in my forte. So I immediately uh, the next semester took a class, and I think I've told you this before, Audrey, but this is a hundred percent true. So my second semester of community college is how I got into radio mm-hmm. at the community college. I took classes where I thought I could meet women. So I took photography, I took yes. a couple art classes, I took some drama, I took theater, oh, and man. I and I started working at the uh, radio stations or so at my thirsty. community college. You're literally oh, oh, wasting want, your time all, and all money, wanted, your education just to try to get laid. My whole I mean, <laughs> but here's the thing, at that time in my life, you know, it was like all I wanted to do was like desperately like find a girlfriend. And, you know, be loved. Oh, shut and so, up. That's no, the, for real. Like 19, loves, 18, 19, 100 percent. You know, because it's like I had one high school girlfriend, really. And, you know, and she broke my heart right after that, Dave. So I was, I was. Uh, He's on the prowl. And so that's how I got, you know, I figured out I wasn't going to be a lawyer. And <laughs> I like to talk. Audrey, what so would you have been? What would I have been? Yeah, if you didn't do radio. <sighs> I did one course in psychology and I was like this is far too hard <laughs> <laughs> if you got so, out of big words <laughs> but I love that I love learning about psychology on my own if you got out of radio I would think the career field that you would do really well in don't say realtor, realtor. realtor. no no oh hell no 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 she's not gonna make she pharmaceutical sales dude, uh, dude you would make yeah. so oh, much yeah. money yeah, yeah. Dude, you would but kill here's it. the thing is I missed the opioid era. You did. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, I would have been at the peak of opioids, <laughs> yeah, where I'm just like muling, because that's pills. easy, because because they were all hooked too. Audrey. So all I have to do is just give them a little piece of the pie. <laughs> it's, see, it's but we know big pharma. There's always a new opioid yeah, on the horizon. Yep. Figure out a new way to kill us. Yep. What about you, Dave? 
I, I mean, you always is, wanted to do radio. This is such a tough question because I grew up wanting to do radio, used to pretend, you know, do pretend radio shows. But what would you have done? I have no discernible skills outside of doing we'll this. Well, make some up. What would, would you ma- do? Own a lawn company? A lawn company? Ooh. I mean, you did work for a... No, I'm saying, seriously. Like, I mean, you own a production company because, you you know, that's, that's kind of an offshoot of media, what we sure. do. yeah. You know, when you before you got into radio, you worked at a camp when you did all the lawn maintenance and stuff, right? Uh, well, so that was a retirement home where I did the lawn maintenance it's a specifically. Camp for old I people. also, I also, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they told them, and it was really sad. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833 Yo Dummy. That's 833-963-8669. This is Dave and Mahoney. So it seems like we've heard about a lot of incidents recently on airlines, and I don't know if that's just because people are still kind of a little stir-crazy after COVID or what's going on, but this is another scenario that's really a nightmare scenario if you're on this flight. I mean, all of the time you're hearing about these delays where it's multiple hours, but very rarely do you actually have to, like, get off the plane and call in a bomb squad. That's a big, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a lot that's a lot bigger incident than somebody just getting drunk or, you know, seeing crazy people at the back of the plane. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, that happens all of the time, right? Somebody's going to lose their cool or start screaming or whatever it may be. But in this case, uh, this is at the Panama City International Airport. Uh, there was an airline flight that was bound for Tampa and they got reports that there could be a bomb on the plane. And the reason why they thought that, that was the case is because this Boeing 737 was 11 a.m. local time. Uh, they had to move the entire plane to an isolated stretch of the tarmac. 144 passengers get rushed off the plane. And that's when they call in the bomb squad. And the reason why they thought that there could have been something uh, that was suspect is because they found something, that, what they called a suspicious object, in one of the plane's bathrooms. And they're like, why is there this large thing in the bathroom? Did somebody take a big-ass dump in one of these bathrooms they had to call in the bomb squad? Uh, Yeah, it's worse than that, though. Um, So somebody took a big old dump. Okay. In their adult diaper. Oh, no. And then they put it into the... They tried to put it into the the thing, and I guess it wouldn't fit. Oh, no. I mean... This seems like a calamity of errors. What idiot would look at a diaper and think it's a bomb? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'd be so mad at whoever was like, that's a bomb. Like, it's clearly, have you never seen a diaper ever, also, ever? Also, um, like, going to those bathrooms, I mean, you know, Mahoney, you're a bigger guy, I'm a bigger guy. Sure. Like, maybe you fit better in those bathrooms, Audrey, but just going in there to take a leak is, not, is, is really difficult to do. I mean, like, having to bend over and everything else. Like, there, can you imagine having to change your adult diaper in one of those? I cannot. That would be a disaster. And then... You, you go through the awful process of changing your adult diaper in that bathroom. You go to jam it into the into the, the trash, and they end up having to deplane everyone so, because you pooed in your diaper. But like, the adult, adult diaper awful. didn't even work. It was What was the purpose of wearing it? Was it to make sure that you had, like, you were able to, like, keep everything intact for the entirety of the flight, and then you still had to you didn't change wanna, you it mid-flight? You didn't want to mess up them bugle boy jeans. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, I think they they, uh, they soiled it, but I, I'm with well, you. The, the, um, the timing of that was not great. You know, like, in the airport, okay. You sure. Know, you get on the flight, and before the flight even takes off, you got to go change your diaper. Like, that's just that's just rough. And that made it through TSA? Yep. Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. Mahoney, I like to give you guff for being lazy because there are certain things in your life that you are lazy about. But I tell you Efficient, what. Efficient, Dave. You know, I live my life smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a true warrior, though. I mean, these past couple of weeks, you know, you've been a little under the weather. You mm-hmm. managed to come to work. You powered through that. And, uh, and now 
after you've gotten over your sinus infection or cold or whatever it was that you were dealing with. Sinus infection, sir, for two weeks. For two weeks. Uh, now you are dealing with another treacherous injury, and yet you're still somehow managing to show up at work every day. I also love that you're patting Mahoney on the back for coming into work sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you weren't here, I mean, you were on vacation. If, like, legitimately, like, if you weren't here, I would have missed, like, probably three three days. Really? Uh, yeah, I was, like, it was not my finest. Like, I was, I was not feeling good. But now, Dave, I've come to work once again gravely injured. Mm. Suffering well, you through s- a almost debilitating injury. And I don't, you know, I like I do it because I love I love the game, Dave. Well, you told me that you were gravely injured, and I said I don't believe you. And then you said, "Would you like to see?" At which point, you uh, proceeded to slowly, slowly, and oddly seductively pull up your shorts, and you had a significant, like deep purple and red bruise. Like, it looks really dark. It looks like yeah. if Grimace got sunburned. Yeah. On my inner thigh. I and mean, it's it, quite large as well. It's the size of a fist. So, it looks like if Mike Tyson punched me in my inner thigh. <laughs> so this this came to a head when you uh, were with your wife over over the weekend. She right. noticed it, so, and she <laughs> she was rather curious as to why and how you had a very large mm-hmm. fist shaped bruise on your inner thigh, as most people would be. So. As everybody knows, my wife and I, you know, I'm commuting right now, and so I, I only get to see her on the weekends. Yeah. And, you know, during the week, when left to my own devices, I started to feel a little bit better late last week. So mm-hmm. the Thursday before I I, I I left and flew to see her, I was playing some Call of Duty mm-hmm. with my friends. Yeah. And uh, got a little angry. I see. And so on Saturday... And she uh, encourages you not to lose your cool so much. She doesn't like it when I yell... At my game Because she doesn't like it when I like Because I'm a very competitive person Mm -hmm. When it comes to that world And uh, I I, I will say uh, Some of my Youth-like anger issues Start to resurface So on Saturday We're laying in bed We're getting ready to take our afternoon nap and so, uh. as I, as we get ready to do that, I, you know, I, I, nobody sleeps in like jeans or whatever. So it's like I take off a shirt, take off my pants. I'm just there in my like my boxers. You guys nap every you afternoon. You guys nap together. Yeah, on Saturdays. On Saturdays. On yeah. Saturdays, that's your little nap. Usually thing? about like noon, twelve thirty. Okay. So we'll go run a bunch of errands and then we'll, we you, nap. Okay. I've never heard of the, anybody have, doing this. I haven't because oh, we've been you're, doing this for years. Are you a toddler? What it's do you a, mean? It's a set appointment time. You, usually, because we go, we'll like, go to Trader Joe's, we'll do Costco, we'll, we'll go hit all of our places up. That's exhausting. And then come home and have milk and a snack. Then we'll usually time. eat, and then we're, then we're ready to, like, take a nap. Take a nap okay. for, all right. Has well, anybody bailed on the nap and hurt the other's feelings? Sometimes she does, but, like, she was doing something in the bathroom getting ready, and, like, you know, I'm just kind of like, you know... It's it's a it's a warm day, so I'm just sitting on co- top of the covers in my in my boxers, just seductively laying there on the bed, looking and like she's a tall like, drink of water. "What <laughs> is that on your thigh?" And I'll tell you this: I didn't realize what it was because I had no idea. I mean, I knew what I did the moment I had, you know, she she called it out, but I didn't realize because like it's not often that I'm looking down directly at my inner left thigh. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's real close to. My thunder zone. Mm-hmm. What you doing in the shower, man? You don't notice it when you're butt naked cleaning? In the morning or at night. Like, I'm so tired that, like, I'm just like. See, he's I'm, dropping I'm, his head down like an ostrich I'm going through the, his I'm grundle. going through the motions. <laughs> it's autopilot when, yeah. I'm in the, when I'm in the shower. That thing is huge. 
huge. What else do you miss in life? <laughs> like, I mean, that was a very so, big bruise. So she, so she, she's like, what is that? And at this moment, I knew I had messed up because the way this bruise came about, I have a wrist guard. Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's probably a three-inch by 12-inch uh, like wristing pad that I have my my wrist on for gaming. You are such a supreme dork. And, so, and so instead of hitting my desk <laughs> when I get mad and like banging my hand, like when I get real mad, I'll pick that up and I'll like whip the desk. Yeah, mute, mute, my, mute my mic so my friends don't hear me uh -huh. acting out. And I whipped it and it hit the desk and it continued on and that's where it like ends up slapping. So it's like I whipped... <sighs> my inner thigh oh my with this wrist guard. What happens in a video game to where you're so angry that this is cheating. the outcome? People oh. are cheating. Uh -huh. That's what's going on. They certainly didn't or kill me. losing. Cheating. Oh, so it's like it's the, 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 the a tale as old as time. Every time it's I not me. Start, every time they get a hit, it's the one hit in my head yep. and then nope. whenever I try and kill him, I'm going to shoot I shot at him that guy 15 eight times. Uh -huh. <laughs> I get hit once, I die. Yeah. BS. Oh, so I'm laying there. She's time. looking at this bruise that's fist size on my inner thigh and she's like, how did that happen? In this moment, I'm not thinking exactly. It's like, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I don't know what would get me, like, like, should I just lie? Just tell her that you're cheating on her? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a better this story. is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? Bad? Bad. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Nate is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Nate, I just have one request. I don't know if you were listening yesterday. Uh, around this time, we did Cover Your Ears. We had a very... Strange yeah. contestant. So if you could just kind of leave Debbie alone. <laughs> no, she's very nice. It was just I didn't know what she was talking about with the root canals she and didn't bathroom floors. Dave, and she everything was hitting else. the Bartles and James early. She was living her best life, man. Don't judge. <laughs> All right, Nate. Well, best of luck to Nate today. We got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let Thank the you. full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. You're looking for the artist and the song. And this first one here, you know, kind of mid 876 views. Nate, have you been hitting the Bartles and James this morning? <laughs> no. Not yet. Just what? Shit. You sound like it. <laughs> Here we Are go. you a liar? <laughs> Here we go. Stop it right there. That's 30 seconds. Nate, do you know it? Um, trying to think of it. I know I know the song, mm -hmm. but I can't think. I want to say, uh, I want to say Gypsy. You do have a couple yeah, of lifelines here. Uh, this is one of Audrey's favorite songs. I know that for a fact, so you might want to tag her in. Okay, let's go ahead and tag in Audrey. Okie dokie, that's Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. That is correct, full point. Thanks to Audrey, uh, she is burned as that. a lifeline. Uh, that sounded exactly like the cover band that was performing at the Irish pub that I went to on Saturday night. Lots of Fleetwood Mac at an uh -huh. Irish pub. And which girls always putting yeah. that wow affect wow, wow, on their wow. singing. It drives me crazy. Yeah, it's I mean, like a wannabe Amy Winehouse, but more drunk. But trying to do Stevie is just <laughs> damn near impossible it, for everyone. For like sure. even professionals. 
can't do that. All right, Nate, here we go on to number two. This one's got 1.2 million views. All right, so Mahoney's got this really weird look. On I mean, his face. I know like, the song, but I'm trying to picture who the actual artist is singing you, that you're song. You're going to be blown away when I tell so you. So I've seen this video, yeah. and I could not imagine how excited I would be if I was in the audience. Right. So you're listening to that. You're like, that's not very good at all. That's but a then big audience. When I tell you who it is, you'll understand. Uh, Nate, do you know that one, though? You're killing me today. Um, I know the song, but I can't think of the name of it. Okay. Do you want to use Try your last... Try sing along to it. Uh, let's let's just let me get this one for him. Oh. Yeah, last lifeline here if you want to tag Mahoney. That is Creep yeah. and Radiohead. Yes. But those are the- two pretty easy songs. That's why yeah. I was nervous. Well, it's either going to go down in flames or not. Uh, uh, that was that was Dave yeah, Chappelle we'll singing with the Foo Fighters as his backing band, which is why... Play a little bit more of that. Play that. That's Chappelle. That's Dave Chappelle on stage. You'll hear it now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear because you honestly, you know who I thought it was at first. I thought it was Afro Man. Oh, you know, it could have been. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, did he cover that? Yeah. No, Dave Chappelle did a much better job than he would have. All right, this next one may be a little tougher, which is not great news for you, Nate. But uh, we'll see. Four views on this bad boy. Here we go. Well, I play along with this charade. That doesn't seem to be a reason to change. Oh, but I feel so dirty when they start talking cute. Well, I want to tell her that I love her, but the point is probably moot. Cause she's watching him with those eyes. She's loving him with that body, I just know it. And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night. And that's 30 seconds right there. Over to you, Nate. I don't hate that. Acapella? That wasn't bad. Okay. Sounded like George Strait. (laughs) Uh, George Strait. (laughs) Nate? Yes. That's Jesse's girl. Mm Mm-hmm. Bye. Um... I want to say Tommy Two-Tone, but I don't remember the name of the artist. Halfy? Does he get a halfy we'll or does he have to get a whole? That? You sure about that? We'll give him a half point. <laughs> we'll get a half point. We'll give him a half point. Uh, that was uh, Rick Springfield who was the artist on that one. But Jesse's girl was correct, so you're still alive. Uh, let's see if that if that remains. Here we go. Uh, this one's 176 views. Good luck. You may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. You may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. You may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? That's 30 seconds. That's oh. At the end, I was getting there, but I had no clue in the beginning. Uh, oh, really? Face oh. Turned that. I was totally thrown off. Big an artist uh, called Joyce the Voice. Mm. Uh, over to you, Nate. Do you know the original artist and song? I'm going to say days go by, but uh, I do not know the artist. Yeah, no. Uh, it's, it's Once in a Lifetime by the Talking Heads. I don't yeah. even think that that's what uh, I thought it was. Kay. I don't even think I knew what it was. All right, last chance. Here we go. That was a rough one today. Yeah. Uh, if you if you're able to get a full point on this last one, you will win. If not, what? you will lose. What, Dave? The yes. guy yesterday did better. 
<laughs> Six <laughs> views on this one. Stop it right there. Nate, last chance. Refugees, Tom Petty. There, there you go. You had doubts, Audrey. We never that doubted Nate. That is the Nate. only, the only one out of five that hey, he got. He did man. great. He's a winner. This is David Mahoney. <laughs> so big, exciting day for me, you guys. Been waiting for this for, for months on end. So thrilled. It's <laughs> finally arrived. It is family picture day for me. Oh. Yeah. And you're going to be in a sweater? So my wife does this thing where she dresses everyone and she like has like a little vision board for it. And don't get me wrong, <laughs> the end result is cute pictures. It's always beautiful. I hate the process though. Well, you're always wearing clothes that aren't your clothes. As you guys know, like I wear the same thing every day. I wear a pair of jeans and a black t-shirt. I'm very comfortable in my outfit. What she dresses me as, I don't know if I'm like cosplaying some suburban dad that she just wishes she'd married. Yeah. But that ain't me. Like she, You're always wearing well, nut, hug, nut hugging khakis. khakis. Yeah, khaki yeah. colors. But if and... she didn't put you in that, every photo you'd be in jeans and the black t shirt. And know. then they would all be circulating around your black t shirt and they jeans. Should, they should I, dress I think like you me. should be allowed to do one family photo where they all dress like you. They should all wear yeah. blue jeans and black t shirts. Yeah. Absolutely. I like that. Barefoot, though. Because you, if you're doing a jeans photo, there's always bare feet. No. <laughs> we'll all be wearing Nikes even Walking if we're standing the in grass. Walking through the grass. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, yeah. did you, sir, did you roll up your jeans yes. for that picture? Of course you, you did. did. So she always puts me in nut-hugging khakis. And I've told you guys that it, it, it's they're so tight that I have what I call the mammal toe because it's just like <laughs> right up on Why your... don't you just get a different size? Thought well, about that? Because she goes shopping for me. Oh, she doesn't know your size. You lying to her? <laughs> these are, inspir <laughs> these, these are inspirational <laughs> sizes. <laughs> That's what my wife does as well. These are the inspirational sizes. Is that what she calls it? Yeah, that's <laughs> so, what you should be in. So the nut-hugging khakis have, have gone to the next level, you guys. It's gotten somehow worse. How my so? My wife brought home the bag with the clothes in it. And she's like, because she's like, well, I bought you this one shirt and it just doesn't match perfectly. So I went and got you some other stuff. And I'm like, okay, great. And she starts to unbag it yesterday in the kitchen. And I went... Are those corduroys? Yes, I knew they were going to be corduroys. Oh, no. I knew it. I knew it. I knew I mean, it. You've never worn a pair of corduroys in your life. I'm like, am I a college professor? Am I in an episode of Peaky Blinders? What are you talking are you, about? Are you a no, skater no, bro no, from the 90s? You can't put a, a Peaky Blinder in a pair of cords. You'd get caught. No. They would hear you coming down the alleyway. <laughs> Start a fire. <laughs> you would. <laughs> I would just be like an extra sitting at the bar in my corduroys, not what? one of the actual. So... <laughs> But just imagine me walking around some park somewhere or wherever the hell we're going to take these photos. Oh, but I love it. Cord I, love, I love a pair of corduroys. No. You can't, you can't knock them in no. front of me. I no. love them. God. Let me I add, love them. They look good. I, I've often wondered, talking about these oh. aspirational <laughs> suburban dads. Like, who that, am I? Like, what, what do, are those, do those guys, because see, we see these guys out in yeah. public. Like, yeah. you know, they're all shirts always tucked in. They've yeah, got like a belt. me nuts. And everything's like, somehow there's not a wrinkle on literally anything. You're like, how, how, like, I sit down for together. one second and my, all my clothes wrinkle 
immediately. Is it starch? Like, do you think these dudes like dressing like that? Do you think that's the, like how they like envisioned their life was going to pan out? Like I'm wearing the the blue, the light blue button up shirt, tucked in with the khaki pants or and the, the and polo, the boat shoes, the polo tucked in. Like the they're jeans. sitting there eating like, lunch by themselves at eleven o'clock with perfect posture. They're always what a realtor. <laughs> Those guys, it's always got the realty team yeah. embroidered on it. Like, is this what you envisioned for your life? I mean, I feel because like I'm to a curious. degree, it looks it's attractive because you look no, put sure, together. Sure, but I feel together. like, yeah. did you it's envision like you that? you look successful. Or did a woman mold you into that? Yes, both yeah. and yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because without women, every man would be wearing, I would say grape sweatpants, but we're attracted to that too. <laughs> but I mean, everybody would just probably be wearing like stained up clothes. Unless just you know. were a boy with uh, with sisters and a single mom. You're saying they would just be me wearing loose-fitting Tommy Bahamas that are no, but maybe you, buttoned down too many. No, too because many. you are a shopper, too. I do like shopping. You do. You're a shopper, man. <laughs> you do love to shop. So uh, this is your second one with your baby, Ruby, though, right? Mm, yeah. And so yeah. you've What's got six people who are going to be photographed later on today. Yeah, and just know Is that it at you, dusk or something? Is it's it like, around then. Yeah, sometime around like the so golden you've only hour. Have like, you've got like a time frame that is very stressful. Yes. As a, uh, when you're wrangling four kids and uh, they're, a lot of them are young and it's going to be hot and it's just like everyone's miserable because they're wearing corduroys. Are you guys beige people wearing beige? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're going to be the sad beige family cooking in a park later today. If you see me, just know that it's all a lie. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What's a movie that you can watch over and over again? Not even ashamed, I love The Princess Bride. Message. I mean, if you don't love The Princess Bride, man, we are not going to be compatible, but it's funny. So I've, I've found the messages that my wife and I were sending, like, early on. Like, before we ever even had our first date. Okay. And one of the things was, I mentioned The Princess Bride. And she said, I've only seen, like, 10 minutes of it. I feel like The Princess Bride, for your generation, the Oregon Trail generation, um, that is your Roman Empire. That is the thing that you guys talk about as your, like, coming-of-age movie that everyone, you're either obsessed with it or you're not. I saw a meme the other day that said how to be good at small talk, and it's to introduce yourself, uh-huh. and it's to find a common thread, and then it's to give them some sort of actionable item, uh-huh. so that way the conversation can continue. Hello, my name is Antigo Montoyo. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Had my wife not been as hot as she is, would have been a deal breaker, but I'm like, man, she's hot. I'm you can also like my do favorite, something like called like showing someone a movie. Uh, I try, I've tried, I've tried yeah. to watch it with it's, her before. It's heartbreaking because I did she, the same she, thing she, with Donna Dumber. I mean, she's just so much hotter than me. It doesn't matter if she yeah, likes we're just anything. Like, whatever, she just tolerates me. But uh, we're also women, so I mean, I feel like if we, we're gonna be a little that. different. My mom yeah. loves that movie. I've watched that movie with my mom a hundred times. A hundred times I've watched. But you're also not attracted to your mom like no, that. No, I'm so not. Like, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> but if you want to ask me what movie can I watch uh, uh, a, a billion times besides Princess Bride, the other two are the movie Tombstone, the greatest western that has ever been made, and The Big Lebowski. Please leave a message. Do you not like that answer, Dave? What? Why'd you go? Mm-mm. 
No, because I just I, I do not like rewatching movies at all. Like if I know what's going to happen, comedies are a little bit different. You know, like we watched Wedding Crashers not that long ago. Just kind of hadn't seen that you, in forever. Have you introduced in your household, uh, because as we approach the holiday season, like, you know, because we watch all the Christmas movies. That's the one thing my wife will watch, like, with me. The only movies that she will watch, you know, in any given year are Christmas movies. Have you started indoctrinating your kids with all of the Christmas movies leading up? Well, so The Nightmare Before Christmas, um, we put that on the other day, and my three-year-old son loved it. He Just captivated by it. Such a good one. Sat there and watched the entire thing. But as far as, like, other Christmas movies, I mean, Home Alone is always on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elf has become a pretty big right. hit around the house. Uh, they they actually like the live-action Grinch more than they do the animated one. I mean, it's more it's more bombastic, yeah. so I can see why kids would like that. The one yeah. with Jim Carrey? Yeah. Because that one's the best one. You think so? Oh. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Really? It's, it's not better than three. the animated, though. Uh, I don't know about that. It's my top three. Mm. That and the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus, really? Yeah. My wife, Even with my all wife, the horrible CGI that just does not sure. hold up at all. My, still, wa- yeah. my wife loves the Santa Claus. Really? It's just because it's, again, that's like the one movie she watched. That and Jurassic Park were the movies that she watched as she was a kid. Those two? Those were the two. Okay. <laughs> What's an animal fact that always meets you? Octopuses have three hearts, but two stop beating when they swim. Message deleted. I don't like the fact of knowing that horse, seahorsemen carry their babies in their belly buttons and then they spew them out Hold up. whenever Hold they're up. You want, you want You want some more seahorse facts? No, not you want really. me to spit some seahorse facts at you? Oh, you know, ready. spit some seahorse facts at you like they spit those babies out of their you, tummies? Belly you know, they, they, they are like, they mate for like, you know, they're, they're like, yeah, they pair up for a long They're time. lifers? Like I don't know, for a life life, but like long months. times. And you know what? When they are together, they hug every morning. Uh, There's like swans. Swans neck hug. Yeah. That's really but, sweet. But I mean, they, they, they hug Why every- do we romanticize animals that are monogamous? Because they love love. I mean, like, are we mad at dogs for like banging whoever they want? No, they don't bang whoever they want because we chop their nuts off. Oh, that's right. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So when I first saw this story and the headline, I was like, why on earth would Netflix do this? So they are opening physical retail stores. And I'm like, so Netflix is now just the blockbuster of, like, why? Yep. It didn't make any sense. What are they doing? And then I started to dig into it a little bit more. And it's not where you go to, like, rent a DVD because that's still what you'd have to go rent, right? I mean, everything's streaming now. But if you wanted to go actually rent something, it would be a DVD. Do you guys even have a DVD player at your house? My wife does in our workout room for her workout DVDs. We also have a VCR in there. She has workout DVDs. She has workout DVDs. No kidding. Yeah, I mean, like, she's had for 20. Do you remember P90X? Oh, yeah. You know, know, I had P90X. I bought that-ish. And then our friend John Manley. He stole, stole it from me. He stole it. He yeah. did. I, I also had P90X expensive. that I believe that I stole from somebody, and then my brother stole it from me. So I'm very mad at my well, brother. You you should write him an invoice. I will. Did you should. anyone who steals, is this like the ring? <laughs> like, whenever you steal it, did they No, none like, of, get none, abs? None, none of them got in shape. <laughs> not, not a single one. <laughs> There's nobody that... You, you can't steal P90X and then just not do it, man. <laughs> but so, yeah, they're not opening stores to rent out DVDs. That was a weird little... Sidebar there. Uh, they're actually opening these stores that are going to have retail, but they're also going to have dining and live entertainment, but they're going to be experiential based on their TV shows and their movies. So we've seen some of these things that have popped up, right? I mean, we've seen the you know the Stranger Thing pop-ups, and it seems like they're pretty popular with people. Uh, generally, they put them, you know, on 
the Las Vegas Strip or in Times Square or like somewhere where there's a lot of foot traffic. Uh, but, you know, them opening stores and restaurants that are based on their shows themselves, I think that will actually, I think it'll work. Oh, for sure. People love, like you depends said, people the, love that stuff. The yeah. right markets. You yeah. know, I mean, it's not going to be Blockbuster where there's one on every corner, you know, but uh, we'll see. You know, I mean, also. Make it Instagrammable. Yep. Yep. There and you go. So I think what they're going to do is they're just calling it the Netflix house, and then they're going to probably flip it based on whatever show is, like, super hot right then. I mean, because you can imagine how popular, say, a Squid Game restaurant would be. Wednesday. From a couple of years ago, yeah, you know? Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, Squid Games is going to be coming back, so that would be yeah. perfect, Dave, actually. Squid Game season two ain't going to be as good. No. Oh, no, I don't think it's going to be as good, no. but the way that people were glomming onto that was wild. So they're uh, they're going to announce two U.S. cities in 2025, and then they say they plan to expand to major cities worldwide after that. So pretty big plan here by Netflix. Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, of course, everyone continues to talk about the Kelsey brothers because they have the podcast, and uh, that's been a big point of discussion for the budding romance with Taylor Swift for Travis Kelsey. But, Mahoney, you said that you watched the Kelsey documentary that's on that's on Amazon, I Yeah, believe. so it just came out on Amazon Prime a few weeks ago, and you know what? It's really good. It's, uh, you know, it basically chronicles the entire 2022 season of Jason Kelsey, and, I mean, what a season it was for the Eagles, what a yep. season it was for Jason Kelsey. And, and honestly, you couldn't have picked a probably a more prompt time to do it because, you know, he's considering retiring at the end of the, uh, you know, at the end of last season. Then you end up playing your brother in the Super Bowl, you know, and it co- ends up being maybe the most exciting Super Bowl in our lifetime. Very close, um, very good but game. But he comes off really well. You know, it's he's just like a really lovable, likable guy. He's got really cute kids. His wife is awesome. He feels like a teddy bear. He really does. And you if know? you guys remember, last year he actually released a Christmas album. It was the number one Christmas album. Was I it really? I forgot <laughs> about yeah. that. Yeah. And that's chronicle. <laughs> that's chron- that's chronicled in uh, in there. And you know the uh, their um, their 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 podcast New Heights. They talk. They show that starting. They show how you know he was kind of. Like looking to be a uh, like a, a, a farmer, like he was like going to graze cows, trying to figure out what he was going to do in retirement, huh. and you know, and it shows like you know how he's like that true big brother to Travis, and it's just a really well like my wife is not a uh, a huge football fan and loved it really yeah yeah. Uh, well, now Gronk is trying to wedge his way into the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey relationship, but he's just inviting them to his Super Bowl party in Las Vegas. And he uh, he said he said uh, that he thinks that Travis Kelsey was able to land Taylor Swift because he's got quote dance moves, and he said quote he's got unbelievable hips, and he wants Travis Kelsey to bring his unbelievable hips to his Super Bowl party, or what? he's got really good hands. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he was yeah. able to make that best friend bracelet, tiny. Nimble fingers? I don't know what you're talking about. Was there a thing where... Oh, that's how it all started. All the, oh, really? All the, it was a all bracelet with his phone number on it. Oh, in that... Yeah, so the cute. bracelets from Taylor Swift's era's tour, yeah. you've seen those at least, right? Yeah, sure. yeah, so he made one of those, passed it off somehow to Taylor Swift Well, he Swift went to one of her shows. Okay. Okay. He was like, shows. oh, I didn't get to meet her. Here we go. That's, that's how it started, story. huh? That's Learned the story. That's the origin. That? Did you also see that he, uh, you know, obviously the photos that came out over the weekend... 
uh, them holding hands. Oh, I'll God. tell you this. My wife sent me some photos of them together. She's like, oh, he's definitely into her. Like anybody oh, who's out yeah. here, this is fake. He's like, nah, man. I see. I know that. I know that look on a dude. Yeah. That is gaga mm-hmm. over, you know, Taylor Swift. But the one of the things I, I thought was interesting, you know, Travis Kelsey is a, you know, I mean, when you talk about superb athletes, maybe the greatest tight end of all time. I mean, certainly, you know, I mean, he's Hall of Fame already. He has Hall of Fame credentials already and is on his way to breaking almost every damn stat if he can stay healthy. Uh, You know, a physical specimen. But it was interesting because there was a report out over the weekend that said he told Taylor Swift's uh, bodyguard that like when they were like walking somewhere that he don't worry, I got this. <laughs> Which I'm like, hey, bro, like, I mean, I know you're big and scary, and but, like, leave it to, like, the, uh, you know, the guys who know Krav Maga. Yeah, and have, but also, like, like, Travis Kelsey does got it. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Like, I don't know, man. 99% like, of the people that would come up and cause a problem, Travis Kelsey's going to pick them up. Leave it to the professionals. That's all I'm saying. You don't have the security guard out here trying to run routes. They're also protecting him. Yeah, but also, like, he said that because of the reaction that Audrey just had. <laughs> Travis, uh, Travis. And finally, uh, Tyler Perry, just a national treasure. There was a 93-year-old woman in uh, South Carolina. Uh, she's been, that, that home has been in her family since the Civil War era. And they were Damn. building this property around it, I guess. And she was basically getting forced out of her house Oh no! Uh, by these developers. At 93 years old, Dude. Tyler Perry hears about this. And he is building her a five-bedroom home to repla- replace her current residence, which she shares with her grandkids. Oh. It's at the middle of this land dispute. And so he's like, look, instead of you guys fighting this out in court and you guys having to stress about this every day at 93 years old, let me just build you guys a brand new house so you don't have to sit here and worry about this every single day. You know, day. Uh, whether you like his movies or not, this is a man who continues to give back to his community, and uh, you got to respect it. Yep. This is Dave and Mahoney. So the craze for Ozempic and other similar drugs that are helping people lose a lot of weight. In fact, we have a couple of friends that are doing it right now, and uh, at least the two friends that I know have lost a significant amount of weight doing it. And, you know, it's not something I think that everyone should be doing, but when you think about obesity and everything else and all of the the health challenges that that leads to. I mean, the obesity, number one health challenge in Yeah, America. I mean, it's the number one and number three. You know, when you talk about heart disease and, you know, the, the, the problems that it caused. I mean, we have it. It's an epidemic here in this country. And, you know, it's not for any of us to judge how people go about you know, achieving their health goals just so long as they're not hurting anybody else. And so whether or not you like it or not, you know, it's it's helping a lot of people. And I think anything that's helping people right now, you know, uh, that 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 is a good thing. Well, one of our friends who is who is taking it, uh, you know, he's not physically able to, to work out. Yeah. And so you think about a situation like that and you're like, yeah, like if this can help this individual stay healthy, when he's you know just can't go for a run or whatever, yeah. it's a it's a pretty big deal. But now they're saying that Ozempic could be old news, and Monjorno is the one. Monjaro. And what's crazy Monjaro? is that if all of these are starting so. okay. as diabetic medications. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping that this doesn't remove that need from diabetics. Uh, here's the thing: anything <laughs> that is, go- they're going to start churning this out. With, I mean, they've already ramped up uh, the production on this infinitely because, honestly, when you think about here in America, one of the things, like, if you have something that is, you know, uh, akin to or akin to uh, a, a weight loss cure, 
this is the closest thing we have right now. This is going to be worth billions of dollars. They're gonna they're gonna ramp up production. Doesn't it make you nervous? Because I know I know my mom was a slim fast mom. I know that my mom was like a Jenny Craig mom. Yep. So in the almond mom era, like it just kind of makes me nervous that we're seeing a new wave of that. Like a new wave of body dysmorphia and just in an opposite way. I don't know necessarily if it's just about, I mean, I'm sure that there are plenty of instances where it is being used at, especially like on the celebrity and Hollywood side. For sure. But I mean, you you look at somebody like me. I know there's, we got another radio guy who we know uh, in St. Louis who is on Mongiorno or Manjaro. Manjaro. uh, And has been talking. Mongiorno. And he's also lost a significant amount of weight, but his isn't like a vanity thing. It's, you know, he's a type two diabetic yeah. also. So it's like, it's twofold on there. So it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things. Like if this, if we find out that the long, there aren't really long-term side effects, and that's one of the things that I'm waiting for right now, uh, to wait and see, you know, how... It's how, a little how, bit more regulated as well. Well, we'll see. There, there, there's two things, and I mean, the FDA obviously is, is involved in a lot of these, but we don't know, the, to your point, Audrey, of like what the long-term right. side effects could be because right. people haven't been honest that's why that I'm not long. using it right but now. But right now, there hasn't been anything to say, hey, this is a really scary thing long-term because this just came up, right? Uh, there hasn't been anything to indicate that it's not safe for long-term use. Right, but and I don't necessarily really trust the FDA, like, wholeheartedly. After either. the whole, like, opioid Thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it like also just like our food. Like, yeah. So I mean, like yeah. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, I, I mean, it's doing a lot of gro- it's doing a lot of good. But I'm just I'm I, I unfortunately I'm waiting for the boomerang. Like, what's going to happen whenever it comes back? So Monjaro is one that actually targets two things, which is. Uh, the, regulating your appetite and giving you that feeling of fullness, whereas right. Ozempic and Wegovy and some of the other ones, they target just one of those hormones, uh-huh. and that's why everyone's talking about Manjaro right now. But it'll be really interesting to see how this thing kind of explodes when it's not an injectable anymore and it's in pill form, mm-hmm. because that, I guess, is also on the way. And so when you make it a lot easier, as opposed to like having to jab yeah, people yourself, don't love needles. Yeah. Um, that could also ramp things up pretty significantly. And I guess, too, to kind of sidebar off of my worries, this pill is pretty expensive. I mean, like, they're not making, it's not an oh, yeah. affordable drug it's by like any means. It's $1,000 plus per month. So, wow. I mean, I guess if, that if does kind of make me have a little bit more ease, I, I, you know, whenever, because you can also get it through health care, correct? Like, if you it have. Depends. It's some, yeah. some can. So, but, yeah. but some cases, but that. Sure. that is a good thing. I don't see right. that as a hindrance. Yeah, because you'd think that the vetting process would be like if you actually need physically it for need free. it, as opposed to like I'm taking it so I can slim down for this for cosmetic. Role. Exactly. Yes, it's just like a boob job. <laughs> do you want to look good, or do you actually have back problems? This is David Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Call eight three three Yo Dummy. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Hey guys, hey, love your show. Hey, uh, did you hear about the new Christmas toy out? It's uh, called the Divorce Barbie. Yeah, it comes with all the Ken stuff. <laughs> Have a good one. Message deleted. He's going to get a prenup. That's on him. Sorry, also, Ken. Barbie has so many more jobs than Ken. Ken yeah. is the one who would be like taking Barbie stuff. Yeah, there's not like Barbie yeah, is a Ken's doctor, a, loader, yeah. a lawyer. Yeah, there's an not astronaut. lawyer Ken. No. Yeah, there's pool boy Ken. Ken Ken is literally just a an F boy. Yeah, that's sure. all he is, yeah. and he ain't even really that good because we've seen what's under them shorts. Ken, <laughs> mm-hmm. you think he's just tucked? 
probably just. He's talked. He's yeah. like duct tapes it up because Barbie likes it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Please leave a message <laughs> after the tone. Mixtapes. There was something so special about curating songs for someone. Message deleted. Because it was a time commitment, man. You used to have to take hours to get the exact right mix. You'd be sitting there dubbing the songs together. You couldn't have too big of a space or too little of a space in between the tunes. So like, it's an art form. In the year 2000, so my dad has always worked in IT, and we, you know, had, you know, it, like the most, it, like the, the latest computers and the latest hardware always in my in my household. So in the year 2000, we had a CDE. Uh, read and writer, which was, you know, wasn't super common then. And I was learning the ropes of, uh, you know, radio production and audio production. Oh, yeah. And I remember making uh, a mixed, you know, a burned CD, but you burned it as a CD, but then I like flowed with these songs so one would fade out and the other Ooh. one in it like beat match. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then I would, I, I, I would do my, my radio, uh, Voices, you know, like the little ramps up the up the, you know, I would do my little spiel up the ramps about how much I love them. Could you do? Could you use a little sample? Uh, yeah, make your voice a little higher. Do we have Lifehouse, Dave? Do you, uh, <laughs> I don't think I have. Lifehouse. We have waiting on a moment from Lifehouse. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to yeah, be live. I can, I can, I can talk about that. Girlfriend, ramp. she really likes this song. A lot of gave her a pair of earrings the other day. <laughs> oh man, I crashed my. What are you looking for? We don't have Lifehouse. Oh, you, for Lifehouse. you were really thinking Seeing it was going to be in there? somebody else's library we're, we're, that we can steal we're, it from. Yeah. Hanging on a moment. Yeah. Right? No, I'm Hang not, by a moment. Whatever. Okay, yeah. I mean, I could pull it up. I just don't want that in my search history. No, come on, man. No, we're we're going on that. But I mean, I. There was so much, there was no higher compliment from a dude to a woman who, if you would, or a woman to a man, if you would make them a heartfelt mixtape. You know, it's funny that, it's funny that you say that because I don't believe that a woman ever made me a mixtape. I never got one. That that really hurts. I never got one either. I used to sell them. (laughs) I traded a mixtape one time for a gigantic bag of Tootsie Rolls. (laughs) That was totally worth it. I have one of the old Radio Shack mixers, and I actually would take two tape decks, you know, and yeah. and, and do, like, live mixing. Uh, it sounded terrible, but... Yeah. Audrey, were you just slinging mixtapes to every dude out there? No, I just loved making mixtapes. Really? So people would steal them from me. She still makes playlists, playlists, and it's not the same. Like, I sent my... I literally sent my wife a song this morning. Oh. You know, uh, it was, you know... Was so, it Lifehouse hanging by a moment? <laughs> it was. <laughs> she, would, she, would, she would barf. At that it was a it was a song from uh, like Foster the People their first album mm-hmm. that uh, you know I I forget which song it was but whatever Houdini I hope it wasn't Pumped Up Kicks I would do anything for you <laughs> uh, because it's you know it's like that it was one of the first albums so by the time her and I were dating in 2011 the mixtape stuff had gone away and yeah. I don't even think she had a CD player in her car so I I would send her albums on iTunes so that was one of the first albums that I, I had sent her as well that's, and that's so. just so sweet how did you receive it because I send my my uh, fiance songs all the time and it flops I'm like what the heck doesn't care listen yeah. listen to the song <laughs> I don't feel know. my emotions with me I don't know if she listened to it it doesn't show if she listened to it or not they but do, they don't listen I think they she do. listened to it I think she did because yeah, it was yeah, the first no. thing I said uh-huh. this yeah, morning. Sure she did. She uh-huh. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, David Mahoney, love your show. I've also been really enjoying your remodeling thing, oh, yeah. Dave, and uh, it makes me wonder. Since you guys do commercials for your sponsors and everything, you guys always use the terms "your friends," you know, "our friends," terms like that. If you were to describe the contractors that are remodeling your house. I'm curious of how your commercial for them would be. Let us know. Love you guys. 
Message deleted. So it depends. Like the, the guy that was the general contractor who did the bulk of the work was fantastic. Like he just did a great job. They were busting their butts. Like it was a big project. They were working on Your everything. Your house looks amazing. It looks like, great. But I was then, in it before anything was done. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how, how you're going to turn this into something. It was, it needed a lot of work. Um, but, like, that guy was great. But then we've had some other ones, like the, the meth head who tried to do the wallpaper in the bathroom that's still screwed up. And, like, those things are the ones that stick in your craw. Or, like, the, your cabinet, the cabinet guy. guy not, you know, getting the job done for four months. Like, that's the sort of stuff where you're just exhausted by it. It's almost done, though. That's really exciting. It's almost done. You've got one more piece, right? For well, the kitchen. for now, and then, you know, the wife has some ideas for the master bath, oh, and then, well, you know, like the backyard, you know, we really want to do some landscaping back there, and just like... See, what? but this is her thing. I know, but do you know how expensive that thing is? Like, can't you just develop a Coke problem? Well, we can't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well, uh, almost anything. Call 833-YO-DUMMY to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave. Dave and Ed Mahoney. So you guys ready for the absolute weirdest, creepiest story of the day? Of course. Yeah, this is, uh, there's not going to be anything, I don't think, today that even comes close to this one. Uh, there is a service like they have everywhere, right, when somebody passes away where the people will come out and they'll, you know, collect the body or whatever sure. and get it ready for a funeral. That's just how it works. And there was one company in Nebraska that was doing exactly that. And the guy that went out, because somebody had passed away in an apartment, uh, that went out to uh, to go collect everything, uh, f- discovered something next to the uh, to the bed that interested him. Oh, really? Oh, no. What? So you already know maybe where this is what going. What was it, Dave? It's as bad as you think. So there was a real life-size uh, adult doll, if oh, you will. Oh, no. That's uh, that was next to the bed. Okay, oh, no. and it's hard to imagine like you're in there in like all your ET gear and you're thinking about <laughs> anything that has to do with that. Uh, but so this guy sees this adult doll, okay. and it's, uh, again a life size doll, and he is so interested in this doll that he comes up with a plan to no. let's call it adopt the doll. No, yeah. So he calls the apartment manager and like says, "Hey, doll, I was uh, yeah." Yeah, I, he's like, I was informed by the sheriff's office that I need to come collect the doll as well because they want to swab the doll and came up with this whole story uh-huh. about the doll. And the manager said, no, no, I think we're just not going to do that. Unless, like, the actual sheriff tells me there's all sorts of liability stuff with me letting sure. somebody come collect belongings from somebody's apartment that's not actually law enforcement. You know, it's a third-party company that comes out and does this. And so he says, no. Well, that's not good enough for this guy. He breaks into the house. Crime of passion. He, <laughs> the door, I guess, was deadbolted and chained shut. And this guy manages to somehow break into the apartment. Terrifying. And the manager happens to be alerted to this. I don't know how, if a security camera or whatever it was, that there was somebody in the apartment, goes up there, confronts the guy, while he's in disarray, if you will, they he's said, in the middle of they hooking said, up with the, 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 it off. <laughs> a dead just, man sex doll. He just went for it, man. <laughs> so his pants are in disarray, his hair is disheveled, and they said that the uh, the sex doll appeared to have been um, 
well, let's just say the uh, the act was finished, if you will. Uh, I told you this is the grossest story of the day. And, yeah, Audrey, this uh, the look on your face right now of disgust is how we're all feeling. So, but let's Ooh. just think about this. Let's just take this to another level for a second here. <laughs> this is the type of man who will who already, for a living, removes dead bodies. Yes. yes. Stiff I quit Earth. Uh, I quit life. Get me out of here. No, we need to stay here as long as possible because if we die, this guy's coming for us. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 